0: All right, boys, welcome to uh, this week's episode of Your Line at Length. Um, I'm Aiden, This is we've got Kells with us, and and today's sort of guest, Tom Keft. How are you, fellas? G'day, good. I'm doing good, well, mate. good.
1: Yeah, I I'm mean I'm going really great in a good headspace. So really keen to uh,
0: hear TK's
1: story. I reckon it's gonna be really good.
0: Fantastic. Uh, I guess before we sort of jump into it, um, Kefty, what is it you uh, what are you up to these days, mate? Um yeah, so I'm, uh, I'm back in,
2: well, currently living in Robertson again, so that's uh, where I grew up before I ended up in Bathurst. Um, I was, what, Bathurst for about four years, Sydney for about four or five, and now I'm back here. Um, I've just almost finished my PE teaching degree, um, so I've started teaching at uh, a school in Shell Harbour, which is, uh, it's good, it's good, it's challenging at times, but it's
1: really good. How good's being a chalky, TK? Yeah, mate, not bad. Life. not bad at yeah. all. Yeah, great to hear. You. You're a great teacher. Thanks.
0: All right. I guess, uh, I guess I'll guess kick it off with the sort of customary starting question of, um, you know, uh, line and length created by Kells. Um, it's influential to a lot of people, but it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people as well. So, Kefti what does uh, what does line and length mean to you? Um.
2: Mate, I guess to me, um, first and foremost, I guess it's not just another piss-up. Um, you know, like every other catch-up that we have, we all get together. We see each other, we get really excited, and everyone just gets really drunk. Um, the way I explain line and length to people when I'm talking about it is, you know, we're like a bunch of footy players getting together and sharing different, like, physical injuries that they sustained. You know, like, when I hurt my knee, this is how it felt physically. This doctor was great. These rehab techniques are really useful to me. Um, Line length is just like this, but with our brains, with our mental health, with our emotions. Um, And I guess what this day is doing is it's continuing, continuing to like normalize, chatting about your mental health and your emotional health. Um, We're encouraged so much to speak about our emotions, but still all too often, as soon as someone does, people and often blokes are still labelling them soft, still labelling them a pussy Um, and and this day makes hearing someone say that they were talking their psych or they feel down or anxious, more of a normal thing Um, and I guess not just about suicide prevention A uh, a lot of things are about what happens when you get to a crisis line length is more about well I guess it is suicide
1: prevention but more about maintaining good mental health yeah that's a really good point TK like I, my end goal for this is um to think like going to the physio should be as common as going to the psychologist like the, the mm. common the language and the, the stereotype around that should be the exact same no one's embarrassed to say that they go to the physio for an, for a knee injury um why should you be embarrassed to go to the psychologist um for, for your brain at some stage in your life you know what i mean like that's my um i guess goal for society and and it's sort of, we're sort of like that now in, in, in this group um, mm. that we've got. But um, you raise a really good point there. Um, yeah, spot on. I,
2: I guess um, that's, and that's what, what you're saying. Like, we're sort of there. And that's what we're like with, with the group of guys that are coming. Um, for me, I always think it's great. Everyone just sits there and listens with so much respect. And for the person mm. talking, no matter how big or small, those problems might be perceived by someone else. Everyone knows that those issues are big to that person and having a big effect on, on their well-being. Yeah. And like, you know, just speaking for those guys, getting up can be such a huge thing. It can make a world of difference. And I just have so much admiration for the guys that actually get up and, and tell their story to everyone.
1: Yeah. That's a great word. Admiration. It, it is admiration, isn't it? That's a really great way of putting it. Yeah. Good wording.
0: Thanks, Kelza. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh... No, sort of knowing that, what's, what's something that you've taken away personally from Line & Length?
2: Personally, mate, I guess honestly it just goes to show we don't know what people are going through. You know, like that loud, confident guy that you think just has everything together and not a worry in the world, could be that one that's, that's suffering from crippling social anxiety when, when they think about catching up with their mates at the pub or any number of, of mental health issues or even external problems that are, you know, like weighing so heavily on their mind. Um, one thing I guess I really like about the day and, and I've taken away from it. And I guess the main reason that I've got um, some of the younger boys that I play footy with to come in addition to meeting some really good blokes, um, mm-hmm. it's, it's that no one's going to be up there and tell them not to party or, live perfect lives or always eat well or, you know, exercise a certain amount or they have to meditate every day or no one's going to stand up there and, and, and lecture them about any of that. Um, more so, I think they can, they can come to the day and they can go away with some more tools in their toolkit um, to help them ID issues with like them or their mates and um, like implement those strategies before things get to crisis point, you know, like, if there is something going on that's throwing out one or like multiple spheres of of their health, multiple dimensions of their health, like they're going on benders every week with their mates every single weekend, um, and then through the week they're feeling down in their dumps, they're depressed or they're anxious, I'm hoping that what people can take out of it is that they can identify that issue and and start to
1: put in place some of the things they've heard on before it gets to crisis point essentially. Yeah, that's right, Tika, jumping on that. Like, you just want to be aware of your mental health and the decisions that you're making uh, constantly on the weekend um, influence your mental health, you know? Like you, you mentioned they're there, going on, going on benders every single weekend. Mm. Well, that's going to have an influence on you come Tuesday morning when you don't want to get up for work, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's just we're not saying that you can't have fun on your weekends and, and do all that stuff. Like, we don't tell anyone what to do but we're just making people aware of it so they can make their own, um, their own judgment. Because if you tell someone what to do, they won't do it. I mean, um, yeah. I guess we, we just provide a, a platform where information's delivered, um, experiences from each other and then the individual um, makes their own decision up, I, I think. So I think we're on the same page there, TK.
0: Yep, I agree. Kathy, um, you said that you. Um, one of the first things you said just then was that you brought uh, you brought a whole bunch of the younger boys from from your footy club along as well. Um, yeah. How how did you go about that? Um, you know, we we want to get as many people involved in this sort of movement, I guess, and making uh, mental health conversations more and more normalised. Uh, how is it that you went about doing that? Because it, it can be a daunting subject for a lot of people. Uh yep. Yeah, it is. Um,
2: so. I think I'm really lucky that I've got this really fortunate. I've got this great group of mates from Robertson who a lot of them I've known my whole life. Um, but the the new ones who come into into our group, everyone's, everyone's really inclusive um, and accepting of, of, you know, people showing their emotions and, and guys talking about this sort of stuff. Um, I guess I just, sent out a message to to everyone and it's it's an open message. I'm not forcing anyone to come. Um, I just said they can come along as long as they can be respectful. They'll meet some excellent blokes from a range of lifestyles who are genuinely going to care about their issues and about each other. And they're going to see that it's, you know, it's completely normal to care about your mate if he's having a hard time. Um, I did talk about, you know, no one's going to preach at them to drastically change their lives or stop drinking or stop going out or like sit in a circle and make them sing kumbaya to each other. It's just, it's just a good, wholesome day where blokes get around each other and we play cricket.
1: We play some cricket as well. Have you um, found it to be an, an easy sell, TK? So when you're like, say, recruiting people from your footy club, when you um, mention it to them for the first time, do that? Do, do most people jump on board? They're like, I want to get around that. Or do you find that like, oh, no, that, that's not me. What, what do you see um, at your footy club?
2: um i do the ones that the the ones that reply they're they're in straight away i don't know whether guys who guys who don't reply i don't know whether it's not their cup of tea or they're just not great at getting back to me and getting organized not quite sure but the ones who do get back which is the majority the vast majority are really keen and really like the idea
1: yeah you because you've brought so many people in um which is just like added to it so much like i don't know everyone there on the day um, which is great because like i know that you vouch for them as a person and so you just know that they're going to you know bring their a game and be respectful and buy into what we're what we're all about yeah
2: i think um, i think that's key uh, I, I think it's key it's, it's firstly about being respectful if you if you want to come you need to be respectful for the idea of the day as everyone has been um, but i i just do think it's really important to continue to diversify the group um, because if we continue to do what we're doing, it's great for us. You know, we get this awesome, wholesome experience, healthy experience for us, but we aren't really reaching anyone new. Um, I've, you know, I was, I was really lucky for all the Robo guys to get on board. And this year I had a bunch of guys from footy who I played with in Sydney were going to come to Tumba as well. Um, so, you know, I'll, I'll continue to invite new people each year. I think it's important for... For new people to be involved and, and hear the message
1: that the day brings. Yeah, I love it. Did the, When you mentioned your footy club in Sydney, is that, that that's East Rugby, is that right? Yeah. Have, have those boys, like, ever experienced, like, is there anything like that going around in the city? Like, is there anything of a similar nature in, in their circle or network of friends?
2: Uh, not that I'm aware of, no. No, yeah. obviously there's, there's a lot of uh, mental health organizations and and a lot of organizations doing great things in in men's health space um, Mm -hmm. but nothing nothing like what what you've got going what we've got going on
0: I think it's a a really unique thing that you've put together Kels where it's a it's it's not none of us are mental health professionals by any standpoint it's just a bunch of mates getting around and supporting each other and encouraging each other to have those conversations in a space that you're not going to get judged. It's just going to be people sitting there listening and and just listening to what you've experienced and what you're going through. Or on the flip side of it, it it's people going, hey, these are some things that really helped me get through what I've gone through. Maybe that'll work for someone else as well. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's a testament to sort of the culture that I guess everyone had at Bathurst of that sort of community culture, but um, just to that sort of safe uh, environment that you've created, Kelston. Thanks, mate.
1: It's lovely
0: to hear. It's lovely to hear such nice words. <laughs> um, Kefty, uh, one, of, one of the big point, big things of the day was, and, and you've said it, this is the boy, and you've had got a lot of admiration for the boys that sort of get up and, and do do speak. Um, what's it like sitting there and, and sort of listening to your friends say the things that they've gone through and whether or not you've you've understood that they were going through that?
2: Um <clears throat> Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Um, for for some, like I was saying, uh, you know, you know, certain guys going going through certain issues, um, you, you wouldn't ever know it. Um, a few have have talked to us confidentially, you know, before the events, and and you know about it for that reason. Um, but I've, like I said, just so much admiration. They're so brave to to get up and and you know, air their 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 journey, their mental health journey with a bunch of guys who, who you know generally speaking you you tell your issues like that to a bunch of guys and you're going to get judged but to to get up in, in front of in front of everyone who's there i think it's it's incredible
0: uh one uh, one thing that was also brought up um and has been sort of a recurring theme with with all of these sort of interviews which has been really cool is that um uh, uh the, the kind of follow-up that it doesn't just stop uh, on the day um, that, you know, boys get up and they tell their stories and then, you know, even throughout the cricket game and, and maybe if there's drinks afterwards, the boys go to that and they're all talking and they're all encouraging each other. But once the event's done and dusted, from what, uh, from what a lot of the boys have been saying, that the follow-up continues on, that you still get people reaching out. Um, I imagine that you're doing that with the, the boys at Robertson. Are, are people reciprocating that to yourself as well?
2: Uh, yeah, 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 they are, which is, um, which is, is really nice to see. You know, I can see when, when you talk to some of the boys about not, not even about things that necessarily, um, relate to them. It's more just a shift in, in, in the, in their way of thinking about, about, um, you know, mental health issues. Um, I just sort of, you know, you said the, talked about the presentation and and all the time after and, um, and I guess how beneficial that can be for guys. Um, and I guess I just want to talk about that a little bit. The, I, that's one thing for me, which I think is really important um, because I, I know through having chats with guys at the pub afterwards. So for, like for, for anyone that doesn't sort of know, we finish the day, then we have a presentation at the pub and then inevitably there's, there's, it turns into quite a big night. But, you know, I, and I completely understand the, the contradiction of, of a mental health event and then, and then drinking a lot afterwards. Um, but I just feel this, the catch up and the, and the benefit of that is so important as well. Um, it, it serves as a space, I guess, for boys to, to tell someone more privately how they're going. They didn't feel comfortable getting up or, or they just didn't get the, they didn't feel like they had the chance or, um, you know, but they listened and, and hearing someone's story evokes some sort of feeling in them. Um, it, it just serves as a really good chance for them to have a one-on-one with guys and, and talk about that. Um, for me, especially, you know, my, my social health is really important to me and I know it's really pivotal in, in how the rest of my health fares. Um, living in Robbo, I'm, I'm isolated from my Baptist friends. So whenever I can make a catch-up, I grab that opportunity with both hands and I know the difference it makes to my happiness in the, in the weeks after. Um I'm really lucky because I've got such great, great mates in Robo. You know, I've got this really strong support network in Robo of really good friends, but I know other boys and from some of the boys speaking, they don't have that. They're so much more isolated than me and days like line and length is their chance to, to catch up. And I know for them, that aspect of, of catching up with everyone after the event's over is, is massive. And I don't think that should be overlooked.
1: Kathy, that's a really good point. Going, going back a bit there, um, how good would it be to, to be a fly on a wall and listen to those personal conversations after the presentation yeah. and everything at the pub? Like, I haven't really yeah. thought about that because I mean, I'm not in those private conversations, but you can tell that somewhere along the line there, they're talking about mental health and like it's just a part of the conversation. I, you know, mm-hmm. maybe people that don't feel as confident getting up um, for the big presentation in front of 100 blokes, that's fine. But you can see you're right people having those conversations privately later on it's just um that i I hadn't really taken that into consideration so yeah thanks for bringing that up
0: (laughs) hello uh you said you said social social health is something that's important to you as well Um, i I guess everyone kind of tells us a couple of ways that they sort of keep their mental health uh in in good form Um, what do you personally do to to kind of Keep your mental health sharp and, and on point. Um,
2: yeah. So, firstly, for me, like the my social health, it's it's really important. I know I know if I miss out on too many catch ups with my friends, I start to feel you know down about about not seeing them. Um, and I've got to sort of balance that out with I really like my own time as well. I like to to have some time to recharge by myself. So it's a fine yeah. balance there. But other other things for me, I guess exercise is really big for me. Um so if I miss like if I miss a week at the gym, I, I feel really sluggish. So it makes that makes a big difference to me. Um I I meditate, I try, I'm I'm not great with sticking to meditation. It makes a massive difference to me when I do when I when I do like a good two weeks of meditating every day. But then I'll be really happy with how I'm going and forget to meditate for a month.
1: What's and, your um what's, uh, that, what's with sorry to jump in, Kathy, with your meditation? Like what's what's your go-to? Yeah. What's it look like for you? Is it similar to me with the with the daily calm app and and laying down? Or do you do you just sit yeah, on the lounge right. and chill and quiet? Like what, what's what's your technique?
2: Yeah, I like um I like guided meditation apps. I just reckon. Yeah, same. And and that's one thing that I've taken out of these days. I can't remember who it was, but someone talked about it um at one of the event, one of the line and length days, and, and recommended it and said guided meditation that's a great um. And for some people, you know, they've been using it for years, and for some people, you've never heard of them before. So,
1: yeah.
0: uh,
2: for me, I use Headspace, I reckon that's great, but you know, like there's Calm, and there's I think that um, Sam Harris does a like, yeah, maybe it's called like Making Sense or something, they're all great, um, yeah, but yeah,
1: Headspace for me. Yeah, nice. Sorry, I cut, you, I cut you off there. Keep going. What else? I think that's about it,
2: eh? Yeah, yeah, I like going bushwalking as well. That's my girlfriend and I go bushwalking. There's lots of nice waterfalls and stuff around Robbo.
1: I always feel like revitalized after I have a day bushwalking. Mate, there is so much research that says being out in nature and being outdoors is so good for your mental health. Like, it doesn't even matter if you just go for a, a run in the rain. Um, just being yeah, yeah. Out, well, outside is just incredible, especially if you can go on like bushwalks and stuff like that. I reckon it's just yeah, through I, the roof from that. what I've read. I
0: back that then, yep. Um, going along with sort of how you invite as many people as you can and you like to be as social as possible, um, if you were to give advice to to people who may be a little bit hesitant in coming to line and length, they're not sure whether it's the thing for them or not, uh, what advice would you give them?
2: Um, I guess I'd yeah i talk about the um, about the people that I meet um, about the boys that are there you know I'm really proud of the friends that I've got and I love introducing them to people because I know really good blokes but also really um, versatile you could take them anywhere and so mm-hmm. I, I always I always you know spruik the guys that are going to be there you know excellent blokes who are like from all, all walks of life, all over the country, who are going to genuinely care about you. Um, and the fact that you know, no one's gonna preach at you and no one's gonna tell you what to do, it's just gonna be advice and it's just a nice day and we play some cricket. It,
1: that's exactly it. <laughs>
0: um,
1: I guess this is a kind of a,
0: a nice spot to sort of wrap it up. Is there, is there anything that you, you wanted to cover while we're, while we're here? I want to ask Kefi. What do you see? What What's your plan? Sort of your
1: vision for line and length as it is. I mean, you you mentioned you're you're always trying to recruit, which means we're getting bigger and bigger. And you know, um, balance of teams because at the moment it's city versus country. Have you got like a a, a vision sort of for what that potentially looks like uh, moving forward, or you just take it as it comes? Um,
2: mate, honestly, just and I know like we've sort of talked about a few things that, that might be in the, in the future for it. Um, but honestly, for, for my part, I think just continuing to invite new people, continuing to, to get more people there and, and, and and get more people, you know, into the event, because I think like almost if we, if we think about it, or if we talk about almost everyone that, that went to the event or has been to the event has been impacted by suicide. Um, you know, whether that was, directly or they know someone that has been um and you know i personally know that's a that's a gut-wrenching crushing feeling that people have when they first find out that someone close to them has taken their own life Mm. um you know it absolutely rocks communities and and they they never fully recover so you know i think the more the more people that we can get coming the 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 more likely that we're going to be
1: to to have a a way of combating that yeah, I agree, mate. I completely agree. Like we, our, our message, and our, I guess our goal is to to reach as many people as we can about normalizing conversations. And you know, as you've you've mentioned in this um, podcast, we we can't do that if it if it just stays in our bubble. Like we've got
0: to we've got to branch out. Um,
1: yeah, I agree.
0: It's uh, look, it's an important event, and I, I think uh, everyone who's a part of it who's listened to these sort of podcasts and broadcasts that we've done that you know getting that getting that conversation just started with with one of you even if it's just one of your mates uh is a valuable conversation to have and if you're comfortable with sharing with a whole bunch of them even better that's great and and but no conversation is sort of too small Um, as long as you're getting that conversation started that's kind of what's important Um, and further to the sort of um He touched on how suicide sort of ruins, uh, not ruins, um, it's hard for communities to recover from. Um, There are services out there like Lifeline, uh, Headspace, Beyond Blue. Reach out to them. um, And if you're not comfortable reaching out to them, see your GP. And if you're not comfortable with that, reach out to your mates or your family. No one, you shouldn't have to go through it alone. And I don't think anyone would want any of their mates, any of their friends, any of their family to walk walk that by themselves. Um, I know all three of us standing here would happily have a conversation and sit down with anyone who is going through something. So if you are going through things like that, or you know someone who's going through something like that, reach out, any of those services, or just be there to be a friend for them as well. Uh, I guess that's kind of the big message that we're, we're getting out there is, is just be a mate to everyone. And then to that, Easy, fellas. Well, thank you very much, Kefty, for coming on. Um, I know Kel and I really appreciate it. And then you gave us some really great wise points to, to talk about as well.
1: <laughs>
0: that was yeah, great. No worries. Thanks, thanks, boys. I appreciate really, having me there. Really good job. Cheers, fellas. Uh, everyone listening, look, if you want to be a part of this, please reach out to myself, Kels, um, or, you know, someone else, if you if you want to go through a proxy for it. But we're happy to talk to anyone and everyone uh, about mental health and line length and length and what that means to them. But uh, we'll, we'll see you all next week.